Today in divorce court, a young mother in serious distress came to talk to me about why she's so concerned about her relationship and the life of her fiance. I had some do or die advice for this young family that's living on the edge. Divorce court is now in session. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. I have Kiana Davis and Marcus Wilson. Ms. Davis and Mr. Wilson, you have been together for one and a half years. You have one child together. Ms. Davis, you want this thing to change significantly or end altogether. So why don't I start with you? Tell me uh, why you're here today. I'm here today, Your Honor, because I have very bad insecurity issues. And me and Marcus, we don't agree, like, on the same future goals sometimes. And we've had we've been having a lot of arguments lately, so I'm just here to basically. Well, what are you insecure about? Whenever I was seven months pregnant with our daughter, he cheated on me. And um, when he cheated on me, I found out through messages on social media. And the girl, she was very rude. I'd even come for her. I came for him. I pulled up to his friend's house and I fought him. I put his hand, my hands on him. I shouldn't have did it. It was the hormones. I know, I know. I broke his necklace off his ne neck. I, I, I exploded. A buffet of ratchetness. I'm sorry. I know, and that's, that's not me. I know. And it was you. I know. It was, okay. I accept responsibility for it. But we did get back together. When, uh, he, I think he was out for like maybe a month, and then we got back together. And then after that, it was like everything he did, I was insecure. He could go to the store, and I'd think in the back of my mind, like, what is he doing? And, you know, or... Mr. Wilson, did you cheat on her when she was seven months pregnant? Uh, I cheated. You cheated? Okay, we're gonna leave it there. Yeah, okay, we, we'll leave it like there. Ms. Wilson, <laughs> Mr. Wilson, has she been over the top with her jealousy and, and tracking you and trailing you? Or yes, ma'am. Tell me how it's like to live with her now that she's concentrating on this issue. Okay, example. Let's say if I say I'm gonna go take the trash out. I'm just going to the trash can. It's like 10 steps away, whatever. But she, her comment is, oh, that girl must be in the trash can. No, going no, the no, no Your Honor. Anything like that? I've never. I promise. What, what makes my insecurity is I have I found a. Well, hang on. Let him finish. Let yeah. me finish up. Paint another picture right. for me. What okay. else does she do? Uh, I didn't uh, my homeboy called me. Say he want to chill. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna come over there. She want to be like, why you gotta go over there for? What y'all doing? Who all over there? Why I can't come? It's all dudes over here. Don't none of them. Ain't none of they girls here. You just gonna you gonna be over there bored, and then that's gonna make me want to leave. I'm trying to kick it, have fun. Do you guys argue a lot about it? Sometimes. You say you found a condom in his pocket. Yes. This when did that happen? Was that before, before or after? This is how I led to finding out he was cheating. Okay. That's, that's what was, and, and he swore up and down, it was my homeboys, it was my homeboys. And I'm like, <laughs> but honestly, but that, Judge it Lynn... That it was true. No, honestly, Judge Lynn, I prayed on it. And I was like, send me a sign that he... Because he was coming home at 4 o'clock in the morning for like three days straight. And I'm like, hey, what's going on? Mm -hmm. And then I prayed on I said, send me a sign. And that next morning, we, I was gonna take him to work, wake him up for work. And I go through, I never have went through his pockets, ever. I went through his pockets that day and, and I found that was. condom right there. And then that next morning, cause I, I said, I, I little believed him a little bit about the homeboy thing. But the next day is when the girl, when I found the text messages from the girl on her phone saying, I'm outside of, I guess, our house. Okay. 
Now, all of that is contained within this one isolated incident for which you have said you've forgiven him. Is that accurate? Yes, I Is have. there anything outside of that contained error that still causes you concern about his current behavior? As of right now, no. There's nothing, I mean, nothing because he's toned down as far as having female friends. Mm -hmm. I, I don't, I don't, I don't mind him having female friends, you know, because I have friends that I've had since high school that are right. males too. Right. But, you know, if that's your genuine friend, you sh we should be able to be introduced to one okay. another. I got you, I got you. <laughs> Mr. Wilson, you say that she nags all the time. Tell me what she's nagging about and how much she's doing it. She's nagging 24-7 about everything. Give me, um, give me a list. What are her complaints? A, a job is the main one. She complained about uh, me getting a job. So I tell her, like, okay, I'm gonna go do it in the morning. When the morning time come, I could be getting ready or something. She right over my shoulder. I thought you was gonna go look for a job. I thought you was gonna do... Well, you ain't even gave me time. I gotta get dressed. Well, how long have you been unemployed? Uh, probably, like, three months now. Three months? Well, that's not that long. What happened to the last job? Uh, I was, it was from out of town, and they went back to Oklahoma City, so I didn't want to... I just had a baby, so I couldn't just honor? pack up and move down there with them. Ms. Davis, do you not agree with his employment history there? No, I agree with the employment, but this is where the habitual liar comes in, because, um... I still don't know the reason why he doesn't have a job. He's told me three reasons. The first one was, oh, they said I can come back right after the baby. The second one was, oh, I got laid off. Then the third one was, oh, they just fired me. So I don't really know what happened with the last job, even now, to this day. Mr. Wilson, be I, honest, are you a little allergic to work? Do you not? No. <laughs> I'm not allergic to it. I mean, I, I does it, but she asked me the first time, you know, I told her. That was the truth. She asked me again, so she didn't believe me. I told her another story. She asked me again, so I told her another one. I'm trying to get the Maybe right one. Maybe you trying to figure out which one she was going to believe, and you yes, got to stick with it. Yes, ma'am. Are you trying hard to make, get a job? Yes, ma'am. I'm, I'm not trying as hard as she want me to, but I'm trying. He's trying, but not as hard, yeah. Don't you think that that should be, like, your number one game plan, because you got a baby together? That's <laughs> really important. Don't, don't, you, don't you think so? Yes, ma'am. Okay. The sense I get from you is that you're dissatisfied with your current circumstance and you want more. Am I accurate in that regard? You are. It's with his... Explain it to me. With him saying me nagging, I don't say I'm nagging. I'm concerned. When he goes out and chills with his friends, when he goes and chills with his friends and stuff, I understand, yeah, you can be having a good time and kick. And it has nothing to do with a woman. But from his past, you know, like he did, um, he was in the penitentiary for five years, you know. Ever since he's got out, he's done good, you know, nothing crazy. And he does want to improve with his life. But I'm like, you might have still enemies in the past. You know what I'm saying? And there's shootings all the time. Like... You live and, in a bad neighborhood? I mean... You... I mean, we, it's not just bad. I mean, we're from Tulsa and... There's, man, we've had, like, I think nine homicides within seven days. Mm -hmm. And it's just, you know, that's my biggest concern. And he doesn't feel where I come from because when he's not answering the phone sometimes, I'm not thinking he's with a woman. I'm thinking something has happened to him because he's also been shot nine times. So I'm just, you know, I just be scared. And that's the only thing. I'm not nagging when I keep calling and stuff like that. You're scared. I'm just scared, yeah, for me and his daughter and his other two children, so. You want out that neighborhood. You it, want you want, I want better for us, of course, For all yes. of you. 
Mr. Wilson, what is your response to that? You've been shot nine times. Uh, yes, ma'am. All at once or at different occasions? At once. Wow. And you've been in the penitentiary. Yes, ma'am. And you're out. You got a lovely lady and a baby. You're doing well. Yes, ma'am. And I want to congratulate you on that. Yes, ma'am. But do you understand the nature of her fear? Yes, ma'am. I understand it, but sometimes she take it a little too far. I was in a neighborhood where my man got shot nine times. There's reason for concern. There's reasons for concern if you're in a neighborhood where murder is a daily event. Wouldn't you say? Yes, ma'am. And wouldn't it behoove you to become the guy that helps her get out of that neighborhood? Because you don't want either her or your child. Bullets don't have good, you know, they land where they land, no matter who you're shooting at. Yes, ma'am. Right? Yes, ma'am. Do, what are you doing about getting them out of that mess? I mean, I'm trying the best I can, but it's, it's hard for me to stay focused when I constantly got her on my back. Like, she treats me like I'm still locked up a little bit. Like, she can't protect me. You're not my mother. You got to let me get out there and try myself. Okay. Ms. Davis, talk to me about what your fears are and how you convey them. My fears are that Marcus will... Of course, end up going back to the penitentiary or something, just in case. You know, I know he's not doing anything wrong, but that's one of my fears. Another fear is that he turns out like some of my family members, as far as with marijuana, okay? Mm -hmm. We both do smoke, but some of my family members have an addiction so big that they put that before their children, before bills. And I'm not saying he does that, but mm -hmm. it could lead to that. Mm -hmm. You know, I grew up around that, and I don't want my daughter to think that, you know, that, I don't know, I don't want That's her to... That's how to live. Yeah, like that. That you hang out on the block, you smoke a blunt, you watch a little TV, mm -hmm. and that's it. Yeah. You don't want that scene no. painted for your child, do you? No, ma'am. So you do understand her concern about that. Why don't you tell her what it is about her delivery that keeps you from hearing what she's saying? For once, when you say something, you don't just talk. You be like... I told you this, or you just get mad off the flop, and then that just that just shuts me down. I, I mean, but that's just mad. how I talk. Honestly. Hang on, hang on, hang on. See, like that. I'm trying to talk, and she want to cut me off. <laughs> but I mean, her approach is good, but she just put too much on it to where it kind of shuts it shuts me back. It's I like, hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Tell me about the nature of your day to day. I mean, you're working. Yes, ma'am. You got minimum weight. What's happening? Do you have to have a public assistance? What's your day-to-day -day stressor economically? I mean, right now, we are in public housing, but we are paying rent because mm -hmm. I have a job. Uh, we pay the utilities as well. Um, of course, our five-month-old daughter. And, you know, minimum wage is not, it's not covering anything. He does watch our daughter while I'm at work. And then a relative, he's, well, he's willing to go ahead and watch my daughter while we both work. Mm -hmm. That way, we can have an income, and I'll, I would like to move into a house, you know, and start... I want to break the cycle, basically. Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't want to be, still be living in public housing in 10 years from now. I want to be owning my own house, not on Section 8, not on food stamps or anything. That's a great beginning. That's a great mm -hmm. start to help you. But I don't want to stay in yeah. that position. And that's not what it's for. And it, exactly. That, it's, it's not, not, it's it's not for, for your lifestyle. It's not for... This is how we live on public exactly. assistance. It's... We've had a bad patch. We got to get a jump off, and then we're going to go forward. Mr. Wilson, do you hear what she said? You know, I'm going to tell you something about women. We're scared all the time. 
We really are. We're always worried about our house, our home. Are we going to be okay? Can we feed everybody? Can we clothe everybody? What are we going to do? Is everything... We, that's what we do, because that's our job. We're kind of like the masters of the nest. We hold everything together. Do you see how scared she is? Uh, kind of now I do, but before I didn't see it, it was just... And I think I know why you didn't see it, and I'm going to fuss at her about that later. But right now, I want to make sure you see that picture. Yes, Every day, she's going to work and dealing with that five-month-old with the sense that tomorrow the world is going to end. She's going to fall off the emotion, the economic cliff, and or you're going to get shot, or you're hanging on the corner, or all that. All of that every day is peppering her mind, and it comes out of her mouth probably a great deal, but that's a lot of stress to live under. And if I were you, Mr. Wilson, and I even just liked her a little bit, and I'm hoping you love her. Yes, ma'am. You do love her. Yes, to death. I would be moving hell and high water to get her off of all of that fear. <laughs> that would be my job number one. I'm gonna do something to get this woman into a safer place and so she doesn't have to feel like every step she takes might very well be her last. You with me on that one? Yes, ma'am. I'm not fussing and I'm not going home with you, but <laughs> you got it. Yes, ma'am. All right. And the last fear she has, and Ms. Davis, I'm going to approach you. You say he says he doesn't want to get married for another six years. He'll switch it. He'll say, oh, we'll be good in 10 years. Oh, we'll be good in 15 years. And I'm like, uh, maybe five or six. I'm the one who says maybe five or six. Because I'm like, we share a, a daughter together. We live together. This is the first man I've lived with. You know, I'm 24 years old. I do plan on having another child when we're financially set. But, you know, I don't see... I don't want to do common-law marriage, you know, and just... Mr. Wilson, your views on, uh, you know... Some women come in here and it's like, look... We're living together, we got a kid together, but if you don't get up off the ring, I'm out. Yeah. That's where I thought she was. I don't I, I don't think she's there anymore. But Mr. Wilson, what are your thoughts on marriage? I mean, I I have nothing against marriage. I mean, I would I would marry her. She's 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 the love of my life. I mean, she's great, you know, but <laughs> we only, we only been together for a year and a half. You know, we still got a lot of issues. And if we was to get married, that's just gonna turn the small issues to a big issue, then we're gonna be getting divorced. So I feel like we should we should be leased together for five years, get engaged for like five years, then get married. <laughs> See? So we, we got time behind us though, but we got it, we got it behind us. We you know somebody, you I mean you would know somebody after five years, but you don't wanna just you don't wanna rush into it and then you be the But we right rushed back. we actually rushed into it and had a baby after only knowing each other for a month and a half. Yeah. So, Ms. Davis, I'm gonna spend the rest of my time talking to you, okay. and I'm gonna talk to you, and I'm gonna talk to all the women that come in here that are in your situation. If you are not in control of your fertility, you cannot be in control of your life. You put yourself at a disadvantage because you're stuck with my baby daddy, and yeah. my baby daddy ain't required to do nothing unless I, I put them on child support. And so you keep pulling them in, and then the next thing you do, this is the part that kills me, is you have another one with him. No, I mean, no, how no. much sense does that make? Yeah. He has a right to get married or not get married. He's a, he's a person. 
No one is obligated to marry you. Yeah, I Don't know. put yourself in a position where your life is dependent upon whether or not somebody else wants to make you his woman. Your life should be dependent upon the decisions that you make, the education that you have, the economic advancements that you pursue, as well as, you know, control your fertility. Oh, I am, I'm on birth control. I'm on birth control right now. So, I, I am, I promise. That first time, I wasn't, but I am on You know, now. I mean, you should put yourself into the position where if he ain't bringing what you want, you can bounce. I know. That's what I believe in. I know. You know what I mean? You don't come correct. You don't come with what I need. You don't come with what I love. I go. And I don't think you're a bad guy, Mr. Wilson. I think you're awfully nice, as a matter of fact. Yes, ma'am. I think you're sweet. I think you love her. Yes, ma'am. Uh, but I think you know you have all the options, and she has very few. And you rest comfortably in that. You rest comfortably in that bed that she pays for, in that roof that she keeps over your head. You rest comfortably in the fact that you can hang on the corner with your boys and smoke weed, and your daughter still has diapers because you got a woman home that'll do it for you. Yes, ma'am. I suggest you get a little less comfortable. I suggest you make him that way. This matter is adjourned. So I'm gonna go ahead and take Judge Lynn's advice because he's too comfortable. So for me to make him uncomfortable, I'm gonna push him more towards what he needs to do for our family. When the judge told me that I was too comfortable in the relationship, kind of made me realize like I probably, I might not be trying as hard to to keep her or to, to, to keep us straight. So I'm gonna I'm try a little bit harder now.